Welcome to Talk Nation Radio, a half-hour discussion of politics as if the people mattered. I'm David Swanson. It is my great privilege this week to welcome to Talk Nation Radio Anna Maria Gower, who is a Serbian-British mixed-media artist focusing on the themes of memories, life path, and experiences of war. The origin of her artistic interests goes back to her own experience of surviving the NATO bombings of Yugoslavia and its capital, Belgrade. Being a 10-year-old in a war zone, she witnessed the destruction caused by NATO involvement both during the conflict and for years after. A graduate of Central Saint Martin in London, she has participated in numerous exhibitions in the UK, in Serbia, and in the United States. Currently lives and works in the San Francisco Bay Area, and she will be exhibiting her art and speaking at the No to NATO Yes to Peace Festival this coming April in Washington, D.C. See No to NATO.org. Anna Maria Gower, welcome to Talk Nation Radio. Hi, David, and hello to all the listeners. Uh, thank you for such a lovely introduction. Um, I just want to say thank you for inviting me to your radio show and allowing me to talk about my art and my war experience. This is actually my first time talking publicly about myself, my art, and the war. Well, thank you for coming on, and thank you for coming to uh, the event coming up in, in April. Uh, NoToNATO.org is where people can learn about it. Uh, it. It's odd to be talking about visual art on the radio, of course. Can you can you tell people a, a website address if they want to see what we're talking about? Yeah, uh, my website is uh, Um I'm a mixed-media artist. And in my art, I talk about war a lot. It's obviously left a huge impact on me. And uh, your view of world changes when you face almost certain deaths. And uh, one of the major pieces that I'll be displaying in Washington during the North Festival uh, is called What I Saw When I Hugged My Grandmother. It is really difficult, as you said, to describe art on the radio. However, this is um, one, it has a very specific story behind it. Can you can you talk about that story and about what your experience uh, was as a, as a child in Yugoslavia? Yes. Well, uh, what I saw when I hugged my grandmother is definitely a piece, a very personal piece to me, and um, it talks about the experience that I will really never forget in my life uh, as a child uh, during the war. Um, it was one night um, in Belgrade. And um, my grandmother was putting me to sleep. And I'll never forget, it was, a, it was a dark night, and I was just about to close my eyes and fall asleep. And suddenly, it was a huge boom. And uh, my bed pretty much almost uh, touched the ceiling. And uh, my grandmother rushed into the room, and uh, she got all our stuff and we tried to exit the apartment but the apartment was shaking so much we couldn't leave the house couldn't leave the house so we thought to wait a little bit maybe we'll pass but it didn't so we decided to leave the apartment and the building was shaking so much that we were falling while we were running down the stairs to exit the building uh we tried to go to the shelter Unfortunately, the shelters were full, and because we didn't have a male figure in those days, we just weren't allowed to get in. So my, my grandmother um, said to me, okay, let's, let's run in the field. Let's run in the open. It's, uh, you know, we have better chances of surviving. So 
we started run, running, but at some, you know, at, at some period of time, we, you know, we stopped. My grandmother stopped us, and uh, she took my hand, and she told me, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, my child, that I, I can't protect you. I can't protect you anymore. Um, I'm sorry that we're going to die. And um, sorry, I get, I get really emotional when I think about the story. Um, so I was a 10-year-old. I didn't really understand really what, what was going on. I, I understood there was destruction and, and chaos and bombs falling everywhere. But um, I still wasn't really comprehending that I might die. So um, I hugged my grandmother. I mean, I took her hand and I said, don't worry, Granny. If we die, we'll die together. And we hugged and we just stayed in the field. We, we couldn't, you couldn't see anything. It was dark colors of black and red and orange and pink. You couldn't see anything. Everything was just shaking. And uh, we just hugged and we just waited. But we were fortunate enough that, that we survived that night when they were trying to bomb the power plant in Belgrade. We were 500 meters actually my building from the power plant. So... You know, this is the this is the story uh, behind what I saw when I hugged my grandmother. Uh, a painting. But one thing I definitely learned from this is that war solves nothing. War makes all problems worse, and war is never the answer, really. It's a powerful experience. When you say they were trying to bomb the power plant, who's they? NATO, NATO, yes, NATO in uh, 1999. Um, they bombed uh, ex-Yugoslavia, Serbia, and Kosovo. We started on uh, March 24th in 1999. Um, it lasted for 78 days, the, the, the war. I mean, I always, it's, it's not as long as other wars that we're aware of. But to me, it's not like a century. You know, every day was spending fear and, 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 and danger. And also the bombings were started without the UN authorization. So, yeah. I, I, I imagine even with UN authorization, uh, the bombs wouldn't have been very pleasant to live through. <laughs> no, absolutely not. It's definitely experience that stays within you for the rest of your life. So, no. When At World Beyond War, as you know, we try to make the case to people that war can never be justified. And certain people will argue, and I've done public debates with people who will argue that certain wars have been just and necessary and, and legitimate. And I would say in the top three, at least, recent wars that people pull out as, as examples of good, necessary, just wars is the war that you, that you lived through as a 10-year-old. Um, how I, I imagine as you've gotten older, you've looked back at the arguments on, on both sides and what the greater yeah. good could possibly have been to justify the evil that you lived through. What, what is your, what's your understanding of the, uh, of the motivation and the, and the evil or the good of that war? Well, as I've never been on a radio before, and this topic is really important to me, I actually prepared a few general facts that I think uh, will give our listeners a general idea of the impact that NATO bombing had uh, on Serbia. Um, Great. You know, not to have said that their goal was not to harm civilians, but over 12,000 people were wounded and 4,000 people died during the war, for which 2,000 were innocent civilians. Uh, they destroyed bridges, the public buildings, industrial plants, private businesses, 
TV stations, and they even bombed the Chinese embassy in, in Belgrade. Um, over 1,000 uh, 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 planes went on bombing raids, and 30,000 times, in which 31,000 missiles were dropped from Serbia. And one fact that just amazes me is that NATO dropped 15 tons of depleted uranium from Serbia, from which six tons were uranium-238. This is a type of uranium used in atomic bombs that were dropped in Japan in uh, 1945. Deflated uranium causes cancer and, and, and mutation. Um, 110% more people have suffered from leukemia if you compare the period before the bombing. And, um, and between the years of 2001 and, and 2015, there were 30, uh, 330,000 cancer cases, of which 200,000 uh, ended in death. Uh, I'm, I mean, I can keep going and going with the facts, but it's, it's just, uh, you, you can imagine how much casualties this war has caused. And, 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 and even actually Italian soldiers that were based in Kosovo, uh, I, I believe there were 500 Italian soldiers, they suffered from cancer, 350 suffered from cancer, and 48 died. So um, it wasn't just the Serbian people that, that actually suffered. And, uh, and, and this is a proven fact. And $130 billion of damage was made. And we didn't receive any funding or help after the war. Uh, they could have fed 80 million people for that much money that, that this war has caused. And and it's ongoing, right? The depleted uranium, oh, yeah. for example, doesn't go away. It's not in the past. No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. It really, really doesn't. Uh, Anna Maria Gower, you you uh, you use the facts very well, but I, I take it your chief medium for communicating with people is is art. Were you already an artist at at ten years old? When did you become an artist? No, I didn't actually. Um, I. Moved to um, Bel- uh, sorry, I, I moved to Belgrade uh, when I was actually two years old. Um, I was born um, in ex Yugoslavia, Croatia, um, in a small city called Rijeka, and uh, my mother was Serbian, and my father is Croatian. And, um, and during the early nineties, the civil war between Croatia, Bosnia, and Serbia broke out, and it was an awful war that should have never happened, but unfortunately did. And it created a huge hatred between people, as you can imagine. I and mean, it took toll my parents' marriage, and they divorced. So um, I was left with my grandmother. She brought me, uh, she brought me up in Serbia, Belgrade. And um, as I was coming from a mixed marriage, and my first and last day were Croatian, she kept me low and hiding until the war ended. So um, as I was considered to be the enemy of the state at that time. And um, my grandmother was afraid that I could be harmed. So I lived in Belgrade until I was 15 years old, and then I moved to London. And uh, this was obviously a huge cultural shock for me, and, 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 and the war experience was still, in a way, definitely defining uh, every day of my life. And, um, yeah, so um, I found art. This is where I actually found the way to think and express myself and my thoughts and my emotions, and I can definitely say there that, art saved my life. It, 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 it definitely saved my sanity. Do, do, do you still feel sort of traumatized by the war, and uh, and does the art creation help you with that? Yes. Uh, actually, this is something that I encourage to um, many students um, that are voluntarily teach um, art. I think art is very therapeutical, and it really helps uh, people with traumas. 
And um, before I didn't understand um, until no long ago why mental institutions actually have implemented art. It really does help. It's proven to help with people uh, suffering from PTSD and, and trauma. I haven't seen your art in person, but I've seen it on your website, and I'm looking forward to seeing what you bring to the to the No to NATO Yes to Peace Festival. Um, but there are, you know, beautiful uh, artworks on your website uh, depicting, you know, horrible things, a war-damaged burning city you're finding beauty in, but then you're you're using that beautiful art to move people against war, not in favor of it. There are a lot of... There are a lot of contradictions uh, in this sort of process, it seems like. Uh, oh, yeah, ab- absolutely. You know, I think uh, I'm definitely using my art to express um, my way of thinking. And I think that, um, as I said, no, war is never the answer to anything. And my way of demonstrating that is through my art. And um, I am really looking forward to coming to the Dochinato ESP Festival that will be held on April 3rd and 4th. And as you said, I will be one of the speakers, and, and, and I really appreciate that I'll be exhibiting some of my art pieces. And I just want to take this chance to thank Garth Smith and Greta Zara for inviting me to participate. I really, really appreciate this opportunity. Uh, as it's the first time that somebody took interest in, in, my, uh, in my art, I mean, war, war series. Well, uh, I'm very glad again that you're that you're coming. Um, I one of the pieces that I was interested in when I saw it on your website is a, a portrait of a war victim, which is um, somewhat uh, horrific. Not beautiful, maybe would be the first word. Um, did you? Did you paint war victims from particular individuals or uh, as a general idea of a war victim? How did those come about? Uh, yes, I have a few pieces uh, on war victims. Um, actually, in London, I have met the journalist um, who was on the field during the war. And he wrote a few books and uh, and uh, documentary, and he documented all the, uh, the war victims. Um, and one of uh, one of the one of those images that I painted was in, actually in his book. And I think that's the one that you're talking about. Um, and he kind of gave me an over overview of the overall experience that he had as a journalist uh, on the field during the war. And um, I started painting those series of, of the victims, but then I got kind of a negative uh, feedback from the people. They thought it was too aggressive, and uh, they thought it was too negative and depressing. So I kind of took it on the other side. I tried to make my art more symbolic and meaningful, uh, hoping to you know get attention from everybody and try to get everyone's um, um, attention on it, as I say. Yeah, I don't know how to address someone who wants a more positive portrait of war victims. Um, but uh, you, in 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 my introduction from your bio, uh, I mentioned that you talked about uh, the damage that NATO did during that war and for years after. 
Um, Can you talk about that? Uh, Most people imagine that uh, the United States military and NATO's militaries uh, rush in to do their good deeds of of making war and then uh, ride off with their white hats and are are done. Uh, I I guess that wasn't the case in Yugoslavia. Well, this is the thing. As I said, um, you know, they bombed us uh, without the UN um, authorization. And after the war, we didn't receive any any help or funding. And not once, nobody ever, you know, took a responsibility or even apologized or or anything. And they're trying to make it, you know, sound that it was a humanitarian insurrection, which really, to me, sounds like a really bad joke. Um, and there was so much uh, damage caused not just the country, but to the people itself. And, you know, this is something that is, in my opinion, really terrible. And people are still paying for this because the country, to start off, it's, you know, it's not a rich country. It's a very small country. We have about 9 million people. Uh, um, the population is 9 million people. So, you know, bombing a country such as, um, Serbia, which is a small country, and, and leaving it in such destruction and so much, um, you know, damage, $130 billion of damage, you know, you can you can imagine how much it affected it. And, and, you know, during the war, um, I turned 11 years old on April 23rd, uh, that day, uh, not to bomb the Serbian TV station, and they killed 16 journalists. And uh, this act is actually considered by Amnesty International to be deliberate act against civilians. Um, so, you know, it's, it, it is pretty difficult to express how much torture and, 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 and suffering they caused not so to, to my people. It, it seems like this was... Uh, an early model war for NATO, that is the the wars on Afghanistan and Libya and elsewhere uh, have followed from it. And and the idea that a war being waged by NATO sort of kind of legitimizes it without the United Nations, that this, this muddled idea in the minds of Americans that if a war is a NATO war, it's sort of okay, as if the UN had said it was okay, it kind of originates there. Do you think that changing people's minds about uh, this the, the the war in Yugoslavia that happened so many years ago now could help change their minds about all the subsequent uh, wars waged by by NATO and the United States. Um, I certainly hope so. I currently live in the United States, and I really love this country, and I have a huge respect for the American people. Even though the United States was the major force behind the attack, I, I don't hold any hatred towards the country. Uh, whatever you heard about the conflict in Yugoslavia, I, I just want everyone to understand the military attacks, like the one organized by another, ruins lives of innocent people. And, and, I, and I really hope that never happens again. And I hope the people will understand that. And the more, uh, you know, we talk about it and uh, uh, the more we have shows like these and, 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 and notes and author festivals, I think it's going to bring more awareness to, to the public and understand that war is never the answer and definitely no, um, not to have to be stopped. They cannot be bombing in, in the, the countries and killing people uh, you know, without any 
any really reason. They, they can't be doing that. They killed so many people and just got away with it. And, you know, I don't come from a political aspect or anything to your show. I, I'm just an artist, and, and, I'm, and I hope that my message and my experience will, you know, reflect and kind of get the general public to think about war in a different way. And I don't think war is an answer to, to the problem. This is why the government and the politics exist. We should be able to solve issues uh, such as these in a diplomatic manner and not just dropping bombs and depleted uranium and causing cancer and killing people, innocent people. That's, that's my biggest issue, is innocent people dying. And, and NATO has never left, has it? Uh, what, what do you do? You ever go back to the former Yugoslavia? Do you ever hope to to go back to stay? And what do you what do you think ought to be be done politically uh, now going forward? Uh, yes, I do actually. Um, I I go back every year to to Belgrade. I go and visit. My friends, I don't have family there. I have some cousins, but it's mainly good friends that I have there. Um, and it's sad to see that, you know, we are not progressing as much as we should. Um, we have a country rich with intellectuals, uh, as I, I'm sure you're aware, Nikola Tesla comes from Serbia. Sure. Um, but, you know, when you have a such, you know, if you have so many wars during the centuries, you know, it really puts you back and you're not able to go forward and develop and it's, it's difficult for my people in, in the country to succeed and, and to earn money because economically you know we are not uh, not strong um, I just truly hope that you know that there won't be any more wars and it is very sad to see that all that somehow it's always uh, the result and always the choice of uh, politicians or NATO, it's, it's always war, and I, I don't understand why that why that is. I, I really don't. I just think that innocent people don't deserve this. They're trying to live their lives and bring up their families and do something in their lives, achieve something, but they can't do that. They can't because they they keep getting cut down by by such incidents. It seems to me, at least in the United States, that a lot of people believe some wars are bad and some wars are good. And because Donald Trump is so horrible on so many things and made some uh, slightly negative comments about NATO, NATO is therefore a, a good, noble, progressive, liberal force for peace and justice in the world. And because uh, a Democrat, Bill Clinton, was president uh, back in the time yeah. of the wars we're talking about, they were good, liberal wars. Do, do you think that, that art can break through those sorts of prejudices uh, better than words can? Uh, can I just make one thing clear? No war is good. No war is good war. Uh, war is never, never, never good and never the answer to any problem. Um, Regarding uh, Bill Clinton, um, obviously, allowing for such an incident to happen, well, that's bad on him. That should have never have happened, obviously. Um, I hope that um, 
that our current president will do a better thing, and I hope that he will stop any relationship, any collaboration with Nasser and stop make a stop to this madness. And I hope there won't be any wars or with my country or with any country. Um, regarding the art, yes, I hope that people will kind of, you know, try to understand the art today. I can talk specifically about my art, and it, it gives me a great pleasure, and I'm so proud that for the first time I'll be showing my role pieces to the public in, in Washington, and uh, I really hope that I will I will touch some lives and I will be able to get, uh, make the public understand how much war leaves effect, uh, negative effect to, to, to people. We have just a, a few minutes left. Anna Maria Gower, what other uh, themes other than war do you uh, create art around and, and remind people where they can, can go to learn more and, and find out about your art? Yeah, thank you, David. So I, I'm a mixed media artist. And, um, well, I'm a mixed media artist during the weekend and during the week. I'm a director of student services at Lincoln University in Oakland, California. Um, we're a small non-profit university with most international students, which is something that I really value. And um, and I always express and I always try to uh, have art classes every week with my students and try to get them to express their feelings through art. As I said, I think art is very therapeutic, and this is kind of the main thing about my art. I try to um, I try to express my experiences, my thoughts, my memories, and my traumas through my art. Um, I'm more of an expressionist. I have different theories in my art, and I investigate different topics. Uh, but I said a lot of my art is about my memories and my war experience. Um, you can see more of my art on www.annamariagower.com. Uh, I have a studio in Berkeley. And um, once again, thank you so much for this opportunity. Uh, to being able to talk on your radio show and for and I really really look forward to going to Washington for Notinato and Yesterday's Festival in Washington on March uh, April. Uh, sorry. April 3rd and 4th. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> uh, quite all right. I, I, we have been speaking with Anna Maria Gower. Uh, you can check out her work at AnnaMariaGower.com. And we're talking about the upcoming No to NATO Yes to Peace Festival in Washington, D.C. Look at NoToNATO.org. Uh, NATO is hoping to celebrate its 70th birthday on April 4th, which we believe should be a day dedicated to Dr. Martin Luther King Jr who made a great speech against war on that date one year exactly before he was killed on that date. We are going to have uh, protests and demonstrations and actions and artistic activities and speakers and music and food and interactive booths and uh, nonviolent activism, preparation, training, all, all kinds of activities, a variety of, of serious and serious speakers and comedians and artists uh, like Anna Maria Gower uh, presenting her art. You can learn more at notonado.org uh, and get involved. Anna Maria Gower, thank you very, very much for coming on Talk Nation Radio. And thank you very much, David. Thank you. I appreciate it. 
This is Talk Nation Radio. I'm David Swanson. Take action at rootsaction.org. Help end war at worldbeyondwar.org. All past shows can be heard at davidswanson.org. Talk Nation Radio is produced in Charlottesville, Virginia, and syndicated by Pacifica Network. If you are listening to a nonprofit station, please support that station. Talk Nation Radio is funded by contributors at davidswanson.org. There is no way to peace. Peace is the way. Until next time.